for that baby became a man became a rabbi became a miracle worker became a discipler became a healer testimony of our Savior and in this moment we deify no one but you we glorify no one but you we lift up praise honor worship and submit to no one but you for you are great transpire throughout the year but I must be honest and confess there has not been a week this year that in the midst of my bewilderment my perplex that he has not met every one of them with a miraculous testimony of his grace I need you to understand this because some of them, some testimonies haven't been given over the pulpit and some, some may always, you know, there were certain miracles that Jesus performed and he would tell them, he said, now go and tell no one. Now keep this one in your heart. And because I'm, I'm on the other side of the pulpit, I have the privilege of, of, of experiencing and getting those text messages and those phone calls or those random drops by the office and I have to be honest and say for the last 51 weeks uh, now entering into uh, uh, the final week of the year Minister Kina there hasn't been a week that's gone by that I didn't get a word of God's miracle power miracle power miracle power some were magnanimous some were were ones that we needed to just you know call the news and some were just I made it through another week 
But whatever it was, I, I, I have to say that I thank God for being a part of a church where the miracle power of Jesus Christ is at work. And whether, whether you know it or not, look, look around you, look who's sitting around you, in front of you, behind you, because whether you know it or not, you may have heard it, you may not, but they got a testimony that could blow your socks off if you just took time to talk with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to listen to a testimony today. Let's go to the gospel according to Luke chapter 1. The gospel according to Luke chapter 1. Uh, the gospel according to Luke chapter 1. Uh, the gospel according to Luke chapter 1. When you get there, go to the 46th verse. Luke chapter 1, verse 46. Luke chapter 1, verse 46. This has been a year of many first for me and uh, I want to thank God I want to thank God for all of the new experience that I've had this year um, oh thank you Jesus you can, let us stand for the reading of our Lord and Savior's word, if you can, if you can, if you can. We're going to read all the way to verse 55, Luke chapter 46, I mean Luke chapter 1, verse 46, Luke chapter 1, verse 46. You should have it in your hand, if not, it's okay, it's on the screen. Come on family, y'all can come have a seat, y'all can seat them, you don't have to stand at the door. sure all our family got a seat. Amen. Amen. We got some VIP seats up front if you want them. Amen. <laughs> Sister Trudy up here in the VIP section all by herself. This <laughs> Glory to God. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in the in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him, from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm and he scatters the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Blessed be the reading of our Lord and save his word. 
for a moment we want to talk on the subject Mary's song Mary's song now this happens right before Jesus is actually born this this song that is classified and, and in, in most liturgical churches uh, this has turned into an actual song that is sung in the worship liturgy. This song that Mary wrote at this moment was on the other side of the angel prophesying to her the birth of Jesus, but it was before Jesus was born. It's going to make sense. Listen, this song that she composes here is after the prophecy, but before the manifestation. First point, you better start singing before you see it. Because there are some things you will never see if you don't get a song. In, 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 the, in the Psalms, there are Psalms called Psalms of Ascent. They, they, they were songs that the children of Israel would sing as they went up to Jerusalem. But if you read the Psalms closely, they, as they were going to Jerusalem, sometimes from Jericho, sometimes maybe from Damascus, and as they were going up to Jerusalem, they would say, oh, Jerusalem, how beautiful are your gates. As I stand before the temple of the Lord, I rejoice. They were speaking as if they were already there. I'm preaching already. I, this is my Christmas message. I ain't got much to it. Amen. You got to get to your Christmas Eve festivities. But the, the, the thing I need you to understand is that if you don't get a vision and turn that vision into a medley, turn that vision into a medley, turn that vision into a melody, you will be hard pressed to manifest in the meantime. I can't, I can't testify, I can't testify yet. But there are, there are some things that I'm getting ready to see now that I've been singing about all year. <clears throat> I don't know, I don't know who, who's with me in here, but you better start singing about it before you see it. I, I, I think that's worthy of a tweet right there. You better sing about it before you see it. Come on, y'all remember when you were younger? Anybody used to love McDonald's? Come on, anybody used to love, I, 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 I don't eat it now, but I promise you when I was a little kid, just by the promise of McDonald's. Come on. I'm going to make McDonald's. I'm going to McDonald's. Oh, come on. Okay. All right. Y'all okay. Y'all too. All right. Come on. Chuck E. Cheese. Can't wait to see Chuck E. Chuck E. Chuck E. About to go see Chuck E. Get the tokens. 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 I'm going to get tokens and tickets. So, tokens. Come on. You would develop a song because in your mind, watch. Oh, y'all going to talk to me in here. You began to think of the enjoyment that would come upon you when you got there. And before you even got there, the thought of the enjoyment developed a song on the inside of you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Come on. Some of y'all didn't sung them songs before. And the amazing thing is uh, th th there, there is there is there is a spiritual context behind that. The apostles tell us that we ought to encourage one another with psalms and spiritual songs. In other words, there there is there is a song in the spirit that can be sung that can hold you until you get there. 
Come on, there is a song that can be sung in the spirit that will hold you. The medley, the, the melody of the song, the, the cadence of the song will develop a rhythm for your travel. Mm. Some of you are struggling going to your promise because you didn't have a rhythm. My God, you, you, don't, you don't have any syncopation. Come on in. Ease on down. Ease on down the road. Uh, uh, uh. Come on. E uh, okay, all right. Don't you care? Read nothing. That may be alone. Come on in. Ease on down. Ease on down. You got to understand that there is a song on the inside of you that will hold you till you get there. My God, there is if you sing it right, it'll get you all the way to the bank. Come on. If you sing it right, it'll get you all the way down the altar. If you sing it right, it'll get you all the way to the coals of escrow. If you sing it right, it'll get you all the way to the keys to your new rock. If you sing it right, it'll get you all the way to a cancer free prognosis. If you sing it right. It'll get you all the way to the other side of your storm. Is there anybody in here that says, I got a song to sing? I feel it, Kay. I feel it. Y'all got to help me. I, I've been repressing a preach for too many weeks. Listen, the reality is, is that some things you'll never see until you sing it. Some things, some things you'll never see until you, you, you sing about it. And, and, and when you sing about it, watch this, you, you add a divine uh, spirit to it. And, and then it does not become just words, but it becomes a, a melody and, and it becomes a cadence and it becomes something that can be easily remembered. Come on, I'm not going to take you to school, but I, 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 would, I would remind you, remember when you were in school, that there was something that you would, would, would need to remember if there's something that your teacher wanted to teach you, that it seemed as if the content was too didactic in nature for you to understand in itself the teacher would begin to add a melody to it so that you could remember the content come on a b c d e f g come on. h i j k you still you st you still put all three of them words together because you learned it l-m-n-o-p you still say that right now because you learned it in the song Oh, there, there, there are things, and, and here it is, there are some things that are too didactic, there are some things that are too hard in nature for you to grasp just on its own, and some things will have to be in a song. And so, as Mary is trying to put all this stuff together, as she's trying to figure out all of this hard content, the Bible says she just sits down in her room and just starts singing. I got a man that I ain't even stepped with yet who I got to tell I'm pregnant. My family does not have too much and so they banking on this diary. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get out of the hood straight out of Nazareth. And I'm just trying to get up Bye. But this angel will come and bum rush my plan for success and tell me I got to be a baby mama. 
this, this, this angel interrupts my betrothal period. This angel comes and interrupts my engagement party to tell me I got to carry the savior of the world. Can I help somebody quickly? You need to know that there will be seasons in your life where God will cause you to carry something that although it may be miraculous, sometimes the miraculous is inconvenient. Whew, okay, ain't nobody gonna preach back to me. Amen, I'll preach to myself right now. Listen, there are some things that are shown off a miracle, but in the season that you're in, if you be honest and tell me the truth in church, some miracles ah, are inconvenient because there are times where God is doing something miraculous in your life, but because you cannot accurately explain it, everybody thinks you're crazy, everybody thinks you didn't lost your mind, everybody thinks that you're going out of order, but the reality is sometimes I just can't explain to you and so allow me to write it down in song and as we look at the song of Mary we began to see some amazing principles that we need to apply to our life when we find ourselves between the time of prophecy and manifestation I got to talk to you today because we're almost, we're almost at Christmas. It's almost Christmas time, and, and this is the time we traditionally celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, and that's all right, and we won't get into no conversations about when he was actually born and all that good stuff. Who cares? I'm just glad he died and that he got up again and that he's coming back. Amen. So we don't have to get into the semantics at present. All I know is it's Christmas time. And so... The reality is, is that there is a season between the prophecy and the manifestation that we need to be kept in. Because if you be honest with me, and it's like I'm being honest with you, the hardest time for me is between prophecy and manifestation. If some of y'all be honest, you were better off before you got the prophecy. Because at least you weren't looking for nothing. Come on. I, 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 I wish that prophet would have kept their mouth closed. Just turn away from me. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Go on, pray your prayer, preacher. You ain't got to call my name. Don't put no oil on me. Don't tell me what thus saith the Lord. I was fine in my little apartment with my little ride. I was fine with my tap car. I was fine with my whole hum living until you prophesied to me that thus saith the Lord. Now I'm up here like when? Okay, okay, I'm the only one, right? I'm the only one. Okay, God bless all of you deep folk. You're like, oh God, I just, I will wait until my change comes. All you Jobs, God bless you. I'm up in here like God win though. Have you seen it? Tell me, have you seen it? Trying to look for all my prophecies. They done said it, but I cannot see. Have you seen don't do it, don't do it. And so something got to hold me until I get to the manifestation. Because on the other side of manifestation, I got a whole other set of problems. Now I got folk hating on me. Because you know you got, you got some folk, when you come up in your stuff, they're going to be like, now how they get there? They don't even deserve to be in this neighborhood. They don't even like, what's their credit? Come on, like, how they driving like that? I know she was a thought, how, he, how she get engaged? And, and, you know, you know, you know, folk get real, you know, 
get all technical, you know. Who cares what my credit is? Get mind your business. The reality is, is that there is a song that need be sung in the midst of your waiting that will keep you, that will remind you of what God has said, but most importantly, remind you of who God is. Ah, don't miss this, because this, 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 is, this is the important part of this message. You have to remember that even when you receive the word of prophecy, and even as you eagerly anticipate the manifestation, it never changes who God is. Never miss this, never miss this. You, you will at times be disappointed. There will be failures of communication at times, but you never, you never have to worry of whether your God is going to change. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and he'll be the same forevermore. And so if you don't have anything else to hold on to, you need to hold on to the fact that God does not change. We look at verse 46, we learn that we need to have a soul that magnifies the Lord. We need to have a soul that magnifies the Lord. Here it is. Whenever you magnify the Lord, you make God bigger than what you're going through. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. This is Christmas. I promise. This is Christmas message. This is Christmas message. Listen, you need to make sure that no matter what you're going through, the Lord is always magnified because especially in seasons such as this, the lack thereof or, 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 or the, 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 the concern of gathering and clustering, sometimes we will miss the very reason why we celebrate this season. Sometimes when we are going through relational rifts, sometimes we will miss the very one who brought us together. And so we have to make sure that we magnify the Lord. My soul doth magnify the Lord. Here it is. Always make God bigger. If your mouth bigger than God, something wrong. If they got more of your attention than God does, something is wrong, family. You got to make sure that you magnify the Lord. Well, how do I magnify the Lord? Mary magnified the Lord by keeping his name on her lips. It's hard to talk about Jesus all day and still cuss folk out. Ooh, help me, Holy Ghost. It's hard to keep the scriptures on your mind and still have the ability to hate on other people. We have to magnify the Lord. Verse 47, I'm moving forward. We also have to have a spirit that rejoices in the Savior. A spirit that rejoices in the Savior. Here it is. If you don't have any other reason to rejoice, if, you, if you're right now thinking about what you could not buy and, and where you cannot go and what you do not have, you better take a moment and thank God that you're not dying and going to hell. Oh, okay, amen. That should have been a more amen area right there. You know hell is real, right? You know, you know that, that it is appointed unto man once to die, and after the death therein is the judgment. And the reality is that because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, we are saved from eternal damnation. And so if you, ain't, if you don't have another reason to shout, if you don't have another reason to rejoice, if you can't get joy out of your bank account, if you can't get joy out of your relationships, if you can't get joy out of your immediate surroundings, you better close your eyes and say, Jesus, I'm thankful that I'm saved. 
Thank you that I ain't got to go to hell. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you that you washed me with your precious blood. Thank you that I got a home in the heavens. If I never get my home down here, I'm thankful that when I close my eyes in death, I'll have a mansion on the other side. So I have to have a spirit that rejoices in the Savior. But then if you look at verse 48 through 50, and I got to prophesy this to somebody. Verse 48 through 50 declares to us that you are going to have a change in status. Now somebody ought to take this here. This, this. Now here, here you go. Here go one of them prophecies again. Hallelujah. So, so take with caution. But I hear God saying, I hear God saying that I'm getting ready to change your status. I'm getting ready to change your status. I'm getting ready to change you from what you've been to who I always created you to be. I don't know who is in here. And here's me. I, I, I hear God saying, I'm getting ready to change the number of your family. I'm getting ready to change the number of what you receive on a consistent basis. I'm getting ready to change your address. I'm getting ready to change the way you drive. I'm getting ready to change the way folk look at you. <clears throat> and for a few of you, I hear God saying, I'm getting ready to change your whole attire. I'm getting ready to change your whole appearance because your appearance is about to match your spirit because you've been... Ooh. Somebody say, my status is changing. He, 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 she says, I, I started humble. I started from the bottom, but, but before I get out of here, generations are going to know my name. Ave Maria. Songs are being sung about this woman. This little girl from a ghetto town, but because God was doing something on the inside of her, before it was all over with, she became the mother of God. I don't know who I'm talking to in this room today, but God is doing something on the inside of you. And whether you know it or not, it's about to be big. I, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but there is a divine change in status. If you receive it, you ought to just shout hallelujah. Your status is about to change. You've been single long enough. Womb been barren long enough. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You about to see more zeros in the new year. I declare it in the name of Jesus. You're about to live in something. Watch it. I hear God saying the stuff that you used to dream about, you're going to stand on in the name of Jesus. I hear God saying you might as well just start changing your dreams right now because the stuff that you dreamed about last year is going to be the floor in the new year. My God. Change my status, please, 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 please. Verse 51 declares that we have to acquiesce to the Lord's strength or else our pride will forge us. Listen, it will forge us into a place, here it is, where we will have emotional discord. Listen, don't miss this. Don't miss this. The worst thing you can do in this season is be proud. The worst thing you can do is in, in this season is walk with the spirit of pride. Because the, the Bible says that God is looking for humble people to exalt. Okay, y'all. Okay, don't miss. Okay, okay. All right, just, 
Just put your Bible aside for a minute and pick up CNN. That's why so many people that have been uh, the, 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 the center of attention for so long, he's beginning to take down the proud. Oh, don't, please don't miss it. He, he's getting ready to dismantle the, he's getting ready, he, he's bringing them down because he, he got some humble people in the back that's been waiting for the Lord to do something in their life. And they all got the testimony, God, if you let me on, I'll give you all the glory. I'll give you all the praise. And now he says, okay, gl I'm glad you said that because I got to move some pride for people. Out <clears throat> all I'm saying is don't be the one getting moved. Hallelujah. So, listen, I, I, I don't have time to be the one that's getting moved out of the way. I don't have time to be the one that, that, that's, that God is saying, okay, you've had your run. It was good. It was cute. Now uh, give up the robe. Give up all that good stuff because you don't know how to use it. <sighs> Lastly, if you look at verse 54 and 55, and I'll leave you. If you don't remember anything else in this sermon, you better know this. God will remember his promise. Shh. Don't miss this, fam. There's something God promised you a long time ago. And some of us, we, we, we've been used to failure so long, some of us have gotten used to not seeing it. But I hear God saying, you're getting ready to walk into a space where God is saying, do you remember when I promised you that? Well, it is now. Don't miss, don't miss this because this, somebody going to shout here. <coughs> because, because for four, watch this, watch this. Uh, uh, for 400 years, there was a gap of silence between the prophetic writings of Malachi to the time where Jesus is born. Right now, even before then, uh, uh, 700 years before the 400 year of silence. So that's a thousand years ago. The, the word was prophesied to them. And so there had to be a gap of a thousand, at least a thousand years before the one that Isaiah prophesied. He said, behold, now unto us. A child is born and unto us a son is given and the government, excuse me, shall be upon his shoulders. Here is the reality. No matter how long you have to wait, your promise is sure. And I feel like I got to testify to somebody. I feel like I got to prophesy to somebody because I've been in some situations that I thought I could never get out of. But now, even in this past week, I've heard God remind me of prophecies that I received two years ago. I hear God reminding me of stuff that folk told me long time ago and I don't know if you're hearing me in this building but whatever the Lord has promised you you better believe that it shall come to pass. Tap somebody tell him he, he has not forgotten. He has not forgotten what he said. He's going to do just what he said. And if you don't have any other reason to praise God, you ought to praise him that you have not seen the promise yet. 
because if you have not seen the promise yet that means that it's still on the way I don't know who needs to hear me today but you got a couple of days in this year left and there's some promises that have a 2017 expiration date on it and I hear God saying that before this year is over you're going to receive exactly what I said is there anybody in here that says I serve a God that does not lie for God is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent is there anybody in here that believes the word of God that says heaven and earth shall pass away but his word shall stand forever be not weary in well doing for you shall receive the harvest of blessings if you faint not is there anybody in here that believes your God somebody shout I got a promise he promised me that I would see my children rise he promised me that I would rest in peace he promised me that I would live in joy he promised me that I would have abundant life he promised me that he would heal my body he promised me that he would bless my womb he promised me that he would supply my needs he promised me that he make a way out of no way is there anybody here that says I still believe the promises of God for the Bible says that the promises of God are yes and amen somebody shout glory I believe the promises of God for they shall come to pass Mary said I'm excited because what's in me is what God told Abraham about what's in me is what God told Jacob about what's in me is what God told Isaac about what's in me is what God told Isaiah about what's in me is what God told Jeremiah about what's in me is what God told Ezekiel about what's in me is what God told Habakkuk about what's in me is what God told Zachariah about what's in me is what God told Nahum about what's in me is what God told Hosea about what's in me is what God told Haggai about what's in me is what God told Malachi about and what's in you is what God told you about so put your hand on yourself and say it shall come to pass it shall come to pass this my last Sunday before I go 
but I gotta tell you that no matter what the Lord said, you gotta believe that it shall come to pass. Did he promise you that he would see you through? Did he promise you that he would heal your body? Did he promise you that he would make a way? Did he promise you that he would do it? And if he promised, you ought to believe it. Lord, y'all don't look like y'all believe it. Y'all don't look like y'all believe it. Is there anybody in here that says, I believe what the Lord says? If you believe it, you ought to shout glory. Tell somebody, I still believe. It ain't came yet, but I still believe. I can't see it, but I still believe. I don't hear it, but I still believe. Believe what the Lord says, and I'm gonna sing my song. I'm gonna sing my song until I see my sin. I'm gonna sing my song. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is. This is, this is, ah, this is my story. This is my song. I'm praising. I'm almost gone, okay? But tell somebody, just keep singing your song. I will prosper. And it is so. I will have a house. And it is so. My body will be healed. And it is so. I shall overcome. And it is so. I shall. I shall have what the Lord says. I shall have grab somebody and tell them don't stop singing it may seem dark but don't stop singing it may be hard but don't stop singing you may have tears in your eyes but don't stop singing because one of these days one of these days say one of these days his promise is going to manifest is there anybody in here that's had a promise manifested can you testify to somebody and tell them I'm a believer I can testify that he promised and what he promised it came to pass Somebody ought to testify that he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. You ought to shout, yeah, I still believe that 
still believe that you shall walk in victory. I still believe that your body shall be healed. I still believe that there's reconciliation for your relationship. I still believe you're going to birth that child. I still believe you're going to have enough. I still believe that there's greater on the other side. I still believe that you'll be accepted, young man. I still believe that you'll make it, young daughter. I still His promise will come to pass. Mary was a Jew. She heard. She knew the prophecies of centuries ago. But what she also knew was that what God had birthed in her was going to come to pass. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear God. I hear, I hear it in the spirit. Some of you right now, you're struggling. Even, even, as you, even as you came in the door today, what you're going through is actually birthing pains. Because you're, now here's how you know I'm talking to you in the spirit. Because you're like, I'm closer than I've ever been. So why does it hurt so bad now? God, God told me to tell you, because now it's time to give birth to that thing. And so it's going to be hard right to hear. But you got to understand that it's coming forth now. And now, here it is. Some people are going to have to be asked to step out of the room. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I hear you speaking. And you're going to be put in a very vulnerable position. Yeah. You're about to be put in a very vulnerable position. But I hear God telling me to tell you that it will be through your position of vulnerability that I birth your greatest blessing. You can't be proud in this season. No, don't look at me. I don't want you to see me. No, 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 no. You got to get vulnerable. You got to get in position. Because what God wants to birth out of you. I, 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 feel, like I, I feel like it has a generational anointing on it. Like it's, it's th this, this thing that God's getting ready to do in your life. It, it's about to set up some stuff for the people that's coming after you. I don't know who's hearing this. Like, I'm like I, I feel like there's some folk that's coming after you that they ain't going to have to worry about the same thing you've been worrying about. And so just remember, keep your song. Keep your song. Keep singing your song. Keep worshiping your God. Do not allow the circumstances, the situation that you're going through, stop you from singing your song. 
Keep singing your song. Keep believing because it's going to come to pass. God doesn't lie. He does not make stuff up unless he wants to make stuff up. And so even if he said something you can't see, you got to believe that on the virtue of what he said, sight will follow. preacher challenged me he said well what what was what was Peter walking on what was Peter walking on when he walked to Jesus on the water I said that's simple he was walking on the word prove it Peter says Jesus if it be you bid me to come that word bid in the Greek simply simply means Say, come. And so when Jesus spoke to him and bid him to come, the very word of God developed a floor under the feet of Peter. Or if we want to argue the text, we can say that the very word of God took the tumultuous sea and solidified it. And made it suitable to hold the weight of Peter. I don't know what you're going through right now. But I feel, in, I feel compelled to tell you that it can hold you. Some of you feel like you're going to fall in this. But I hear God saying, just step out on faith. You don't see no floor. That's because nobody has built one. After that occurrence, I feel God's hitting me say this, Kena. After that occurrence, Jesus is talking to the disciples and he says, who do men say I am? Peter, again, he says, thou art Christ, son of the living God. He says, blessed are you, Simon. And upon this rock, I build my church. Hear this in the spirit. I hear God saying, as we're entering into this new year, he wants to build a foundation on the faith that you have to follow him. Yes, sir. What you live in, what you drive, what you declare to come into your life will be based on what you have enough faith to believe for. I believe God. Sing your song. Believe in your God. Remember his promise. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you gave Mary a song. I thank you that she sung her song until she seen the manifestation of your promise. Now, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that for us in this room, whatever song you've given us to sing, I pray, Father, you teach us to sing it. And we will allow the cadence of that song 
to process us through the journey towards manifestation. Father, don't let their eyes get weary. Don't let their limbs get tired. Give them grace to keep going. Because we know you didn't lie to us. We know that whatever you declare, you will perform. So give us the grace to be patient in the meantime. So that we will see the manifestation. We believe it. And we declare it. And it is so. In Jesus' name. Amen.